0: Disclaimer, the following opinions on free agency are before any major moves that may happen between the taping of this episode and when they occur. Enjoy the show. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast. Second episode of the uh, free agency uh, watch, or at least going over uh, where teams stand, and uh, where they could probably uh, better uh, themselves in certain uh, aspects of the game. Um, Just wrapped up uh, about a couple hours ago the Pacific Division. Uh, overview so if you haven't listened to that and if you're interested uh, go over to your favorite uh, podcasting service it's up there um, it is up there um, and I did edit the note show notes to have all of the timestamps. so if you guys just want to jump into uh, where I talk about your team that's fine if you want to listen to the whole thing that's completely fine um, I appreciate the uh, Regardless if uh, anyone listens at all So, um Whether it be for just a few minutes of your time For me to talk about your team Uh, or the entire thing I greatly appreciate it But, um, that specific division Has been done Uh, this episode is the Central Division Uh, kind of my bread and butter uh, mainly cause, um My number one team that I follow Is in this division Uh, as well as the current, uh Western Conference champion, uh, Dallas Stars, also a team I follow closely uh, in this division, as well as my rivals, the Chicago Blackhawks in this division. Uh, but once again, going over the rules of how I roll with this whole uh, free agency thing. And uh, as long as I'm keeping doing the podcasting thing for years to come, um, we'll keep this format of at least, you know, breaking it up by Rebuilders slash No Buyers uh as a category that we have uh we have the um tweeners which is teams that aren't necessarily uh rebuilding and uh are probably a couple key pieces away from becoming a cup contender which is also the other bracket would be cup contender slash buyer um which unlike the pacific division we have more than one of um and also, well, the tweener is also, you know, can also go the other way around, where um, they might be a couple pieces away from being a co-contender at the same time. That might be a couple pieces leaving to where, uh, or you know, going under um, their potential, and they could find themselves back into a rebuilding stage again. Uh, kind of a t- just basically kind of a team in transition between the rebuilding stage and the uh, cup window stage. But anyway, um, diving into the rebuilders slash no buyers. Uh, so once again, this isn't. Go- well, it's going to be going in alphabetical order. As, uh, try to do it in alphabetical order by the bracket, so it's not necessarily you know starting. The entire thing you know in alphabetical order so um we're going to do Rebuilders new Buyers first off uh my uh, rivals the Chicago Blackhawks uh definitely fallen off as of late um surprised everyone surprise uh by eliminating Edmonton in the play-in series um, whether that be the fact that uh, Chicago genuinely was the better team or is just Edmonton underachieving, which is a possibility as well. Um, but that play-in is over, and they get eliminated by the... I can't remember who the Chicago Blackhawks got eliminated by. But uh, you know, it, it's, it doesn't even matter. All I know is that they're not in, in the playoffs anymore. And um, we look ahead for the Chicago Blackhawks uh, cap hit, projected cap hit, 73.45 million uh, in projected cap space uh, no, is 8 million is in projected cap space. Now, I'm going to probably say the same thing that I said about the Los Angeles Kings where they're in a position to where if they just spend wisely for maybe the next couple, two or three years. They can find themselves in a really good spot. So um, not a lot of long contracts. Actually, the longest contract currently on the books is Brent Seabrook, uh, who has four more years on his deal, counting this upcoming season. So um, starting from forwards, uh, we have Patrick Kane uh, has a no-movement clause, uh, has three more years left. Uh, 10.5 million uh, that that and Jonathan Taves also exact same amount of term left and exact same amount of money uh, which is the two the big two reasons why this franchise is not going to succeed in the playoffs uh, anymore because um, it just seems to be that for whatever reason if you have a player that is uh, in the double digits when it comes to like the round front of the first uh, comma in the millions and millions of uh, monies that uh, these players are getting paid. They tend to not go too far in the playoffs. And uh, Chicago has ch- at least two uh, actually only two uh, players that are paid more than $10 million and that's Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze. And uh, come 23-24, uh, they're UFAs and they're free to go elsewhere, but I don't know where else they'd go. But, um, they're pretty much locked in for those next three, and the Blackhawks probably aren't gonna really do much of anything, uh, in those next couple of years. But we'll we'll see. But you know, it's also contingent on how fast the uh the cap jumps up too, because if the cap jumps into like the ninety five. Plus millions, then maybe you can start seeing some teams with ten million plus players uh, going farther in the playoffs because they have more money to spend on the lower half of the uh, uh, the more of the depth of the of the team. Because if you're paying these guys, you know that amount of money, you're not really allocating a lot of money toward the depth, or at least good money toward the depth. But uh, but yeah, you got Kane and Tay is locked up for that. Uh, Alex DeBrincat, uh, promising young forward, got three left, uh, three years left on his deal, six point four million, uh, RFA in 23, uh, 24, RFA. Uh, Brandon Saad has one more year left of six million dollars. Zach Smith, three point two five for one more year. Uh, Ryan Carpenter, two more years of one million each uh, of those years. David Kampf, uh, one million for this upcoming year, and he's RFA next season. Uh, after next season, uh, Kirby Doc uh, in his second year of his ELC, nine hundred and twenty-five K. Alex Nylander eight hundred and sixty-three thousand three hundred and thirty-three, ending his uh, he's in his final year of his ELC. We need to make that a nice round number, please and thank you. Uh, Matt Highmore seven hundred and twenty-five K for the next two years. Uh, great uh, Drake Kukula is an RFA. Uh, Dylan Strom's an RFA and Dominic Kublik is RFA. Also uh, call to finalists also so I expect to see him get some good money. Um, when it comes to the forward group uh, they're just fine, honestly. Um, I want to say more of their, uh, their downfall is in the defense uh, department. Uh, but first off uh, one to add one more to the forward group, uh, Andrew Shaw uh, who's currently on injured reserve right now uh, as of Recording right now, uh, 3.9 million for the next two uh years, but yeah, back still the same. I think their forward group's just fine. Um, defense, on the other hand, that's probably why they kind of have, uh, have had such issues uh, as of late. Uh, with first off, the aforementioned Brent Seabrook, eight, 6.875 for the next four years. Uh, longest term left in their contract on the team. Uh, Duncan Keith, 5.53 million for the next three. Calvin dollars 4.55 for the next two. Uh, Ali Mata, uh, 4.083 for the next two. Connor Murphy, 3.85 for the next two. Uh, Adam Bukvist uh, entering his second year of his ELC, 894,167 dollars. God damn it, keep it nice and round, please and thank you. Um, Nick Sealer 725k and uh, Slater Cuckoo is an RFA uh, this upcoming free agency Um, could they use more depth absolutely should they go and go and get anybody no they shouldn't they should build from within and uh, they'll be stronger for it especially it's much more uh, cost efficient to do that so uh, I wouldn't foresee them going for anybody. And if they buy anybody, they are wrong. They are wrong. Stan Bowman, I, I hate your team's guts, but it's the same. I'll use the exact same uh, example of why, you know, uh, reasoning as to why I'd, you know, kind of want the the Blackhawks to kind of do some good uh, is the same as I said for San Jose Sharks, is that even though... I hate them. Uh, Well, I didn't really say I hated the Sharks. I said I didn't like them, but I absolutely hate the Blackhawks. But if they're good, then it drives the rest of my division, especially your 2019 Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues, to be better. So uh, competition is what drives other people to be better. So, um, yeah, do better. And uh, goaltending is an absolute crapshoot because uh, Malcolm Subban, RFA, probably get rid of him. Just get rid of him. Uh, <laughs> just get rid of him. Uh, Corey Crawford, uh, 35 years of age, UFA this year. Uh, I don't know if he's going to sign, like, a cheaper deal or if he's going to move elsewhere. But he, um, uh, I mean, yeah, the goaltending uh, market seems to be uh, quite an interesting uh, thing to see uh this postseason yeah, this off season because um you have the drama in uh Vegas with uh with Leonard and Fleury in the Pacific. Uh you have guys like Braden Holtby that are uh coming up for UFA in the Metro. Uh and you also have you know other guys that are you know in their that on rebuilding teams like a Jonathan Quick that could move um but uh be looking intently on the goalie market cause uh be interesting to see where some teams go I don't know who they have if the uh Blackhawks have anyone in their pipeline right now but um but they only have one goalie currently on under contract right now apparently, uh, at least on the main roster, and that's uh Colin uh Dalia with one million dollars uh, for the next two years and he's a UFA in twenty two, twenty three. So um My main message for the Blackhawks is just build from within. Try not to go and spending much money, too much money, just ride it out for the next two years and maybe, you know, the year Maybe in the last year of Kane And Tay's deal Maybe try to start looking for people um, But I wouldn't really try to Buy uh, Anyone for sure That's why I put them in the rebuilding uh, front And speaking of Rebuilding we have One more in the rebuilding front uh, The Minnesota Wild Minnesota Wild uh, p- Before I started seeing the movement I was ready to put them in the tweener category on the grounds of them leaning toward joining the rebuilding group uh, rather than the cup contender group Um, but they are looking to finally start to get younger and also they are in a great position to uh, at least on the forward front to uh, get better and relatively quickly um and i say that because when you have defense they are kind of like locked in so if they have a problem in de- uh on defense they're kind of uh absolutely screwed um but when it comes to forward group they uh, have some flexibility so get into that uh they have a si- a projected 69.5 million dollar cap hit 11.9 million in cap space um your Ford group zach parisi uh age 36 still has five years left on this deal so he's uh gonna be uh with the wild for still you know a long while unless they retain half his salary and trade his ass um 7.5 million for next five so yeah <laughs> they're gonna need to really swallow uh, half at least half of that um that uh, money if they want to offload him somewhere else. Uh, Matt Succarello, $6 million for the next four. Uh, Marcus Johansson, just recently acquired from the Sabres, $4.5 million uh, for this year, and he's a UFA next year. Uh, after that, uh, Victor Rask, $4 million for the next two. Uh, still a lot of people all pissy about uh, them getting rid of Nino Niederreiter. What a, what a bold move. Paul Fenton did before he uh, got canned <laughs> what a bold move um, Kevin Fiala $3 million uh, for this year and then he's RFA next uh, season after uh, Marcus F- uh, Foligno uh, $2.875 million for this season and then UFA the following year uh, Nick Butchad, uh recently acquired from the Pittsburgh Penguins for uh, 2.05 mil and then ufa next year after that ryan hartman 1.9 uh ryan donato 1.9 uh joel or yole uh, Eric neck 1.4875 and then rfa after uh Cruel cup price off uh, 925k on ending his um, on his final year of his ELC and an RFA afterwards. Uh, Jordan Greenway is an RFA currently. Alex Galchenyuk is a UFA. Uh, Nico Sturm uh, Sturm is an RFA. Luke Kunin is an RFA and Miku Koivu is UFA. And also in one of my la- later uh, this recent uh, news. Episodes mentioned that the uh, the Wild has expressed that they are not going to be uh, trying to tender a contract for Miku Koivu. So Miku Koivu is a free man, and whether he retires or to go somewhere else, that's up in the air at this point. But uh, I wouldn't expect them to see. Uh, don't expect them to see him in a Wild uniform next season. Uh, forwards, for them. I mean, I don't really know what their draft uh, pool looks like but uh, I mean 11.9 they could go buying people they could but I wouldn't really try to um, try to you know get some of these pricier contracts under underway and uh, go from there but um, when we going to defense uh, Jared Spurgeon 7.575 uh, for the next seven years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's there for a while. Uh, Ryan Suter, 7.5 for the next five. Uh, Matt Dumba, 6 uh, six for the next three. Uh, Jonas Burdine just recently signed a new contract. Uh, his this coming season his deal is only four point one six uh but from 21 22 through twenty will be six million so uh taking a taking a deal to kind of help them out during this uh frozen cap year and we're gonna have uh greg pattern uh 2.25 for this coming season brad hunt is only 700k and Carson Soucy as a UFA currently. So uh, defense they are kind of locked in they can't really do much of anything except for getting you know the quote unquote bottom tier players uh, in that regard but not really much they can do. I mean if there's any betterment that they're going to really have to do unless they're trading and trading people. In their decor and retaining some salary, uh, they're gonna. Their main thing that they're gonna really have to better themselves in is uh, the forward group, and also potentially the goalie group because uh, Devin uh, Dubnyk is in his final year of his contract, four point three 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 million UFA the following season after. Uh, and Alex Stalock is the other goaltender that they have, seven hundred and eighty-five grand for the next two years. Um, don't really know who they have in the pipeline for them, but uh, and David is their uh, their starter. He's still pretty solid, even at age thirty-four. Now um, I don't know you know if they're in the goalie market, but uh, with that amount of money, with the eleven point nine, they certainly could. Try to do something, and then just try to bargain bin it on the uh, on the forward front, because they uh, have a lot more uh, signings that they need to do in the forward group than they do in the defense. So, um, I mean, if they wanted to buy, I mean, probably goalie, maybe uh, a winger uh, would be good. I mean, they haven't. Oh, it's actually probably more like a center because they have an awful lot of wingers uh, on their roster right now. Um, yeah, So probably, yeah, probably a winger. A, oh, a center, my bad. Uh would probably be better for them. Um, but yeah, Minnesota Wild. And now we go into tweeners. And this episode might be a lot shorter than the Central well, and the Pacific one, mainly because the... Um, since there's one less team to talk about, because the Central Division is the only division... Uh, which also this season will be the final season this upcoming season will be the final season where we have only seven teams in the division until uh arizona moves to the uh, central in the 2021 2022 season when Seattle joins the pacific division yeah uh, Tweeners, national predators 73 point3 million is uh, their projected cap hit cap space 81 point. Uh, 8. 1 9 uh, is their potential cap space for them. Uh, which, you know, a very other, much like other teams, you know, well, unlike other teams, they, uh, they love to sign their guys to long term deals. Uh, David Poyle loves to have, you know, long term security. He doesn't like the ticket year by year, um, which is uh, apparent. however many uh, long-term contracts he has currently under uh, for the for the Predators Uh, forward group Brian Johansson or Johansson eight thousand eight million for the next five years Uh, Matt Duchesne eight million for the next six Uh, Philip Forsberg six million for the next two Kyle Turris six million for the next four uh, so already that's a lot of that's a lot of money in forwards right there so far. Uh, Victor Arvidsson is 4.25, you know, a relatively good deal uh, for the next four. Nick Bonino, uh, 4.1 mil for this year and his UFA afterwards. Uh, Colton Sissons uh, can't 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 just have a nice round number. Two million eight hundred fifty-seven thousand one hundred forty-three dollars for the next. Six years. Uh, Rocco Grimaldi, two million for the next two. Callie Yarncroak, two million for the next two. Uh, Austin Watson, 1.5 for the next three. Uh, Colin Blackwell is a UFA. Craig Smith is a UFA. And Michael Granlin is a UFA. Um, Ford Group is fairly solid for the National Predators. I want to say once again, um, they're, uh, like I said, with the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, I want to say that, that their problems aren't necessarily in forward group, but more or less in the defense. Um, which uh, defense, Roman Yossi um, signed 9059000 uh for the next seven. Got to make sure he has his number, number 59 in the uh in the deal of course gotta do that uh ryan ellis 6.25 for the next seven uh so they're pretty much anchored down uh, i ain't going nowhere anytime soon uh matthias 3.75 for the next two uh steven santini 1.416 uh for this season then is an rfa afterwards uh dante Fabro. Ending his ELC after this season with 925K RFA next season afterwards, uh, Jared Tenardi uh, 700K and then UFA afterwards Yannick Weber and Corbinian Holzer or uh, RFA uh, UFAs. This season I'd expect for them to leave and then try to maybe bring some people in their uh, in their AHL team uh, up or maybe you know, find some bargain bargain bin specials for the defense um, unless they want to try to buy out another um, higher end guy um, which they could probably pluck from our next team that we talk about here the Winnipeg Jets but before we get into them we're still on the Nashville Predators um, but yeah defense they could probably get some upgrades for sure um and goaltending is a interesting feat as well, uh, with both Pecarine and UC Soros in their final year of their deals. Uh pecarine five million and a UFA afterwards, uh and UC Soros one point five and an RFA and twenty one twenty two. Now Peccarina is pretty uh which is gonna be one of a couple uh goaltenders that uh might be on their uh farewell tour so to speak uh on his fin- final se- uh final year and i don't foresee him uh getting an extension anytime soon um but also keep in mind that, that disclaimer that i say in uh all of these um episodes for the uh free agency that uh you know what i'm saying now you know and then come and say as i'm like editing and everything and by the time that I post it and something else changes, can't get at me because I put that disclaimer in there for a reason. So um, unless say you know, be like, oh, yeah, even though he's only 37, you know, let's just extend them for, you know, however many uh, however long. I don't know if they do that, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But um, UC Saros uh, seems to uh, basically be the hair to the uh, Predators' goal, um, it's just a matter of who they put in backup and uh, how long Pekka stays. Um, but but yeah, they're they're in the, they're not too far off from being a cup contender once again. They just gotta work some stuff out, um, mainly in the decor, uh, say at least. But um, yeah, hopefully, you know, they figure it out uh which then talking about a potential team that they could pluck some defensemen from uh as a team that needs to sign basically their whole team to new contracts uh the winnipeg jets uh 65 million is their cap hit oh 65.9 is a projected cap hit $15.5 $15.5 million is to project the projected cap space, which is why they have so much cap space is because of how many contracts they have to sign. They alone this season have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 11 UFAs and 1, 2, 3, 4 RFAs not necessarily the uh, position you want to be to say the least um just run, running down what they have um Blake Wheeler and their forward group 8.25 for the next four years Kyle Connor 7.142 for the next six uh Patrick Liney, and then his final year of his deal, and then he's an RFA in 21-22 at 6.75. Mark Scheifele, 6.125 for the next four. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers, 6 for the next five. Matthew Perot, 4.125 for the, uh, for this year, and he's the UFA afterwards. Uh, Adam Lowry, 2.9 for this year, and then UFA afterwards. Uh, Andrew Kopp, for this year and an RFA afterwards and that's where people on their contract stops because Cody Eakin, UFA Logan Shaw, UFA Nick Shore, UFA Mason Appleton, RFA Mark Letestu, UFA Jansen Harkins RFA, Jack Roslovic RFA, and Gabriel Bork, UFA Got a lot of decisions to make And they're going to have to at least tender all those RFAs. So the UFAs, yeah, they could all walk. But um, that's also why they're in the tweener category because they can just with a flip of a dime be back in the rebuilding stage um, because of uh, how many guys they have uh, not under contract. And, you know, if uh, Kevin Sherfield Dayoff, you know, screws up, uh, they could find themselves quickly out of the uh, cut picture for sure. Um, Which. They're gonna to want to fix that. Uh, fix that forward group to be, you know, under contract. Uh, defense also, same boat. Uh, Josh Morrissey, six point two five for the next seven. Uh, other than that, everyone else is uh, either has a one year deal left under contract or they're uh, due for a new contract. Because Neil Pionk, uh, three million for this year and an RFA afterwards. Carl uh, Dahlstrom, eight. Uh, hundred and fifty grand, and an RFA next year. Uh, Tucker Pullman, seven hundred seventy-five thousand UFA after that. Uh, Sammy Niku is an RFA. Uh, Dimitri Kulikov is a UFA. Uh, Lucas Pisa is a UFA. Nathan Beliu, uh, is a UFA. Uh, Dylan Demello is a UFA, and Anthony Bieto, Bieto is a UFA. So. Like I want to say, the Calgary Flames have the same issue, uh, where they basically have to re-sign their entire decor, and uh, especially for a team that just maybe a few years ago, like uh, yeah, like well, actually, like last postseason when the uh, the Blues were playing against them, or even the year before that, whenever they were, they were uh, playing against Vegas in the uh, Western Conference Final, they were deemed one of the better teams defensively and then all of a sudden just falls off the rails uh which is quite remarkable actually um but yeah they have a lot of decisions to make there although one place the one place that this team does not have any without a shadow of a doubt also to add to that uh real quick to add to the uh, forward group brian little is also under contract Five point uh, two nine for the next four because uh, he was an injured reserve but back on uh to one position that uh the Winnipeg Jets do not really need to think about uh fixing is the goalies uh the goaltender uh Connor Hellebuck basically has that thing on lock six point one six for the next four years uh and their backup uh is a UFA Laurent Bersois uh so they might be in the market for a new backup so once again another goaltender that might be on the move um but uh yeah uh they have a lot of decisions to make and whatever Kevin Sheveldayoff might be able to do uh could either put this team in a better situation than it is now or at the same time it could very well put it in a bad way and uh Especially with how many of these guys uh, are due for contracts, I'm going to go and say that they're going to probably have a, a lapse where they might be a little worse this time around and then uh, this upcoming season it may get better. But I but also got to take into account that they're also going to have to face the, uh, not this offseason, but the following one, uh, the expansion draft, and then they're going to have to give up a guy too. So... Uh, which also got to keep that in mind with all the other teams as well except and the only team that uh, won't have to worry about that is Vegas because they are exempt from that Uh, so so yeah Um, that is the Winnipeg Jets and that is your tweeners and now we're going to take a quick break before we cover Colorado Dallas and your 2019 Santa Cup champion St. Louis Blues uh, for cup window slash buyers Alright, so cup windows slash buyers, Uh, diving into that, Uh, Colorado Avalanche to start it all off, Uh, which, before we get into that, uh, an interesting uh, debacle that the Colorado Avalanche are going to be uh, in, which is why, regardless of how... How soon they got limited in this playoffs. It's amazing to see. uh, What they're about to potentially. um, Be able to handle. When it comes to personnel. Because. They're one of like. I don't know like five or six. Teams that are actually. Under the cap floor. Right now. But. Unlike those other teams. Which are you know. Absolute garbage teams. I like the Red Wings and the I to say the Devils are under the cap floor. I want to say the Zens are under the cap floor. Um, the Avalanche are actually a cup contender, and they're under the cap floor. As a matter of fact, they're one one million sixty four thousand four hundred and five dollars under the cap floor. Uh, their projected cap pit right now is 59 million, uh, $59.1 million. Uh, Cap space, $22.3 million in cap space. Like, imagine what they can accomplish with that amount of money. Like, good gracious. And it's not even like, you know, key guys like uh, McKinnon or Rantanen need money because they already got paid. Uh, now, Rantanen, uh, the most recent getting his deal done. Uh, 9.25 for the next five uh, McKinnon's due up uh, in three years uh, currently getting paid 6.3 a bargain right there uh, Landeskog in his final year of his 5.5 million so he's going to get paid next offseason uh, Nazem Kadri 4.5 uh, for the next two years Jonas Donskoy 3.9 for the next three uh, GT Comfort, 3.5 for the next three. Uh, Matt Calvert, 2.85 for this year. And then UFA afterwards, uh, Pierre-Edward Belmar, 1.8 uh, for this year. And then UFA afterwards, uh, Valeri Nikushkin, RFA this se- uh, offseason. Colin Wilson, UFA. Matt Nieto, UFA. Tyson Yost, RFA. Varyslav Kamenev, RFA, which is also, I want to say he got signed to a... Uh, KHL team so I don't think he's coming back um, this season uh, on this upcoming season Andre Burkovsky RFA uh, Vytaslav Dimesikov, UFA uh, Out of that group automatically re-sign Yost, re-sign Nieto uh, Nikushkin was okay um, Kamenev, I mean depending on what he does in the uh, KHL or if he just has a KHL uh, contract just to have one I don't know With him uh, Burkowski You know he's alright uh, Nemeskov You know sure you could probably sign him too But uh Out of those guys Definitely sign Nieto And Yost Cause uh It's always Every time I'm watching them Nieto or Yost are Doing something And uh One of which is a UFA One of which isn't So um Yost, you know, regardless, gonna get a tender deal, I'd imagine. Uh, and Nieto uh, could go anywhere, but uh, why go anywhere when you could potentially win a Stanley Cup very, fairly soon with the Colorado Avalanche, especially with how much cap space they have? Um, but yeah, I mean, they don't really need to worry about anything as long as they uh, have the guys uh, that they really want for uh, the Ford Group. I mean, they already have like the heavy lifters there. Um, they already have their, their one line. Just got to fill out the rest of them. Uh, defense, on the other hand, uh, Eric Johnson, $6 million for the next three. Uh, Sam Gerrard, $5 million for the next seven. Pretty good deal there. Uh, Ian Cole, four point two five for this year, and then he's uh, UFA afterwards. Uh, Kael McCarr, uh, in his final year of his ELC, uh, $880,833. Uh, RFA afterwards, Ryan Graves is an RFA, Kevin Connaughton is a UFA, uh, Nikita Zodorov is an RFA, so as long as they get Makara's money, I mean, he's paid this season, but, you know, they have to pay him next uh, season afterwards, um, but uh, in a good position. They are in a very good position to be really good for really cheap uh, still, so um, it's good to see for them, uh, and goaltending. Also fairly inexpensive too. Um uh Philip Kubar. Three point uh three point three 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 repeated uh for this season and UFA afterwards. Pavel Franco, two million for the next two, and then Michael Hutchinson is UFA. I don't imagine that they're gonna re-sign him, but uh you know, it'll be interesting how their uh, goalie situation is, especially uh, how in the playoffs, Grubauer fell off, and then so fell off with injuries, and then Hutchinson had to get in that and hold what little chance of the Avalanche going to the next round, you know, just gone. However, I mean, they're in a really good position to continue their. Uh, Terrorization of the Central Division and also the Western Conference as a whole uh, next season. So I have no worries for them. That's also why I put them in a the cup contender spot and buyers because they could legitimately just buy uh, players to become better, um, which they very well might do. Um, it's just a matter of who that they're going to try to pick up uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, who they try to pick up. But, um, but yeah, that's Colorado Avalanche. Dallas Stars, on the other hand, uh, also has you know a decent amount of cap space. They're not under the cap floor, but they have some decent cap space. Um, cap hit, six, uh, $66 million, uh, Cap space, $15.4 million, um, And also, with them being in the Stanley Cup Final, depending on how it shakes out for them, uh, is really going to determine um, how their offseason goes. Well, Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan, don't have to worry about paying them because they've been paid. Uh, Segs is uh, signed through the next seven years, 9.85. Uh, Jamie Ben 9.5 for the next five. Uh, Joe Pavelski, 7 million for the next two uh Alex Radulov 6.25 for the next two uh so key contributors um in the leadership group especially uh still there for at least the next couple years uh Andrew Cogliano uh 3.25 for this coming year and then UFA afterwards Blake Como 2.4 and then UFA afterwards Jason Dickinson 1.5 and RFA afterwards Justin Dolling seven hundred and fifty K and then UFA afterwards Corey Perry as UFA afterwards uh Radek Foxa as an RFA uh, Rupe hints not Rope it's not Rope Doc Emmerich and everyone at NBC it's Rupe Rupe hints is an RFA uh Matias Yanmark is UFA and Dennis Guranov the the guy that punched the uh, the Dallas Stars' ticket in overtime uh against the Vegas Golden Knights to go to the Stanley Cup final for the first time since 2000 Uh Dennis Giryanov is an RFA this offseason. Only twenty three years old. He's he's a year uh younger than me. Uh interesting. But um I'd imagine they resend Foxa. Obviously, hints got to resign him. Garyanov also uh, re-sign him. Also, ironically, they're all you, RFAs, so I imagine that they tendered all of those guys. Um, Matias Um I'd imagine maybe, but depending on uh, what other direction they want to go. Um, depend- and also, it's contingent on how you know the, the final shakes out, too. Uh, Corey Perry, don't know if he signs an extra year or if he hangs him up, goes somewhere else. Uh, Dependent on money, um, which general, which for the regular season, I would st- even though they're scoring in droves right now, I'd still try to go for scoring next season. Uh, try to find another scoring forward because they, this regular season, they had issues scoring uh, goals. Um, you know, just to say that you know they are uh, getting hot right at the right time. It'll, wonderful but um, don't rest in your laurels you know try to get a little bit better um, and uh, that's how they can get better it's getting you know a little bit more scoring going on for them um, in whatever way they can they can defense are they're pretty damn solid Um, wouldn't really want to mess too much uh, maybe get an extra guy but other than that um, they're pretty much locked up at least for this season for the most part and the next season they have a couple openings uh, afterwards. Uh, EsSL uh 5.8 for the next five years. Uh, John Klingberg, uh, 4.25 for the next two and then he's UFA. Uh, Steven Johns 2.35 uh, this upcoming season to UFA. Jamie Alexiak, uh, 2.13 and for this upcoming season in a uh, UFA. Uh, Ryan Shea is 925 k for next two and an RFA uh, as he's on his ELC. Uh, Mira Heiskinen, uh, $894,166 uh, in his final year of his ELC and an RFA afterwards. Uh, Taylor Ferdun, uh, $737,500 and an RFA afterwards. And Andre uh as a UFA this upcoming offseason. So, um,. They might be trying to go a little bit um, within their Texas Stars um, pool of defensemen. Uh, For them, uh, I mean, why not? Because then you can offload some of that money to paying uh, a nice forward. Or going into goalies, um, depending on where you want to go with that. Because Ben Bishop signed 4.9 for the next three. And uh, your Lord and Savior... Lord Dobie, uh, Anton Hudobin is currently a UFA, will be a UFA this offseason. So, uh, what a hell of a, a year to be, um, Anton Hudobin. Uh, he could very well, uh, be getting, you know, a nice chunk of change. If not with the stars with someone else, um, he's only age 34, so, uh, but it's interesting to see where he goes from here uh, Regardless of win or lose Because um, he took This uh, team When Ben Bishop uh, fell off And really have uh, taken him far Farther than what a lot of people were saying But you know it's what happens to sleep on teams Especially in 2020 um, Reap what you sow <laughs> um, And also to add on to that Forward group uh, Yoel uh, Kiviranta uh, He wasn't on the the roster, initial roster, but because of how he's playing right now in the uh, playoffs for the Stars, 925k in his final year of his ELC uh, next season. Um, I'd imagine he makes a team uh, just because of how well he's been playing. Yeah, he's been scoring goals left and right, uh, producing like hell out there, Yo um, Kiviranta. Yeah, he's been doing absolutely wonderful for them. Um so the Dallas stars uh off season uh Jim nil uh being nominated for the Jim Gregory award for best uh gm has definitely has his uh, work cut out for him uh this off season um to say the least, but um that's Dallas stars uh, yeah, try to go for maybe an extra scoring forward uh bolster the scoring depth because uh scoring was an issue. Uh, during this regular season So uh, hopefully that doesn't happen again um, And hopefully Keep Doby around as well Because he's uh, The way that they've you know Been together with, uh, with this run You know Gotta keep him around And last but certainly Not least The, the big in uh, To say the least Your 2019 Stanley Cup champion. St. Louis Blues. Who <laughs> Yeah, this one. Yeah, buck buckle up. Uh projected cap hit 76.3 million. Projected cap space five point one. Five point one. But with that said, take that five point one and put a little bit of an asterisk by that. Because even though you don't wanna do that necessarily Just know that it's a it's an option. And I say that because Vladimir Tarasenko, right out of the gate. He's gonna be missing he's not gonna get reevaluated for the next five months because he has to get surgery on his uh, shoulder once again. Seven point seven point five million on the books for the next three years. If he's on LTIR, that goes to LTIR, which then alleviates some, uh, space, which then takes that 5.1 and puts it at the 13.6 million, like just like that. Um, but once again, you don't want to, you know, use that money, that Teresinko money. So you just want to own a plan for that 5 mil because, you know, if he comes back early or stuff like that, um... You know, the Vladimir Tarasenko story is quite interesting because he's been getting injured an awful lot, and his shoulder's just a recurring issue, and that's money that we could be spending elsewhere. And I know it's kind of a hard, you know, thing to really have to talk about, uh, especially as a, a as big of a Blues fan as I am, as well as uh, everyone else that's a, a Blues fan that listens to this. They, you know, probably love Tarasenko very dearly, and a lot of them probably have some sort of uh, memorabilia that has Vladimir Tarasenko's number on it. Uh, cause it's like the most famous, uh, Jersey, uh, most bought one, uh, next to Steen and, uh, Steen Schwartz and, uh, our Lord Captain Alex Petrangelo, which we'll get to him in a second. Um, but, uh, gotta be real here. Um, I mean, could it be that he just came early and... You know, it, well, he just genuinely wasn't ready and, you know, agitated it because, I know, sh- shoulders are kind of a fickle thing, you know, uh, to where you think it's all good to go. But there's a lot of moving parts in there and, you know, doesn't work out um, well for him. But I just hope they, uh, he gets better and hopefully, you know. He just doesn't get injured again, and we can just move past this and forget that, you know, we're even contemplating on potentially trading him. But, um, it's an option, though, um, uh, that we might have to do, uh, if it comes to it. You know, when push comes to shove, we might have to do it. Don't want to, but just know that we might have to. Um, as he's 7.5 for the next three, which, uh, also. Ryan O'Reilly, 7.5 for the next three as well. Um, now, he, on the other hand, is doing wonderful, uh, wonderful things as a Blue. And uh, if we can't barker, uh, broker, I don't know why I keep saying Barker, it's broker, uh, a deal with the uh, captain, current captain of our team, the, um, Alex Pichoncholo. I'd imagine that Ryan O'Reilly becomes the captain of the St. Louis Blues. <coughs> Because you're not going to give to Steener because Steiner only has one year left on his deal. But uh, before we get to him, Braden Chen, six point five for the next six or seven, seven. Yeah, for the next seven. So Braden Chen is here to stay. Uh, good to see uh, Alex Steen in his final year of five point seven five million. I know it's kind of a steep price, but I'm going to say, I know a lot of people might say want to think about b- buying out Steen. But the leadership that he brings on the table, and when he's not injured, it's wonderful. You know, for his role, he, you know, he's a grinder out there, um, and it's his final year. Like, just, just come on, all right? I know we're in a, a pickle right now, but just, just let him be, all right? Don't buy him out. Just let him ride it out, and then he can retire as a blue. Please and thank you. Because if you buy him out now, And it's like basically an unceremoniously, you know, retiring him basically because I don't really foresee him going anywhere else. Um, So just let him play out the year and then just let it be like the thing that Darren Pang and John Kelly talk about the entire time uh, on Fox Sports Midwest where, you know, they're being, oh, you know, uh, Alex Dean in his final year, you know, in the NHL, you know, it's like a farewell tour. Just let him have his farewell tour. Alright We got him His cup Last year You know Just let him Have his uh, His last hurrah uh, Jaden Schwartz 5.3, Uh 5 uh, For this upcoming season UFA afterwards Tyler Bozak 5 million UFA afterwards uh, David Perron 4 million For the next two Oscar Sundquist 2.75 For the next three uh, Zach Sanford 1.5 For this year And an RFA afterwards uh, Sammy Blay 1.5 for the next two and then rfa uh, barbyshev 1.475 and then rfa next year mackenzie McHecker 900 grand for the next two and then ufa afterwards uh robert thomas uh last year of his elc coming up 894,166 dollars that's not a round number uh jordan cairo in the last year of his elc as well 758,333 dollars once again not a round number uh, Jacob De La Rose recently signed a $700,000 extension and Troy Brower is a UFA. I wouldn't see that he stays. I would imagine they send De La Rose down to the minors or trade him, um, be a waiver wire pickup for someone else. Uh, Cairo, I'd imagine he'd probably stay up into the, the, um, the main club. Thomas is staying with the main club. Kekern's staying with the same in the, the main club. Um, Doing wonderful things. Maybe it's time to bring Kostin up. Maybe it's time to, uh, you know, I, I heard rumblings that they might try to go buy someone. Which, you know, they are in the cup contender slash buying thing. But I don't know if, if who you're going to buy. Especially if you're trying to keep Alex Petrangelo. But uh, we'll have to see with that. And, um, I mean, scoring wise, we seem to be good. I mean, it's just that we just got dealt a shitty hand in that bubble you know, just we were leading the Western Conference. We were number one in the Western Conference before the uh, uh, the shutdown happened. Number two in the league. And then crapped the bed in uh, the first round. So I'll give them, uh, which is why I'm giving them the Mulligan. Because um, they can, uh, they proved dominant throughout the regular season. And I know that they can do it again. So, um, yeah, there's that. Not really much to really fix, really, at least not that I can see. Um, It's just to be interesting to see how uh, they start off the uh, season without Teresinko. Defense, Justin Falk, 6.5 for the next seven. Um, Colton Pareko, 5.5 for the next two. Marco Scandella, 3.275 for the next four. Uh, Carl Gunnerson, 1.75 and then uh, for this year in the UFA afterwards, Robert Thomas. Uh, not Robert Thomas, Robert Bortuzzo, You know, you know, Bortuzo. Uh, 1.375 for the next two. Uh, Vince Dunn is an RFA. Um, I expect him to unfortunately be the new Joel Edmondson where he goes to arbitration, he gets a one year deal, and then he ends up, uh, and then. He's fine, and then next offseason, he's an RFA once again, goes to arbitration, gets a, a deal, and then gets shipped out. Uh, don't want it to happen, but I can imagine it happening. But at the same time, with the expansion draft, I'd imagine that they try to take Justin Falk away, um, which is what we kind of want. Um, it's kind of the, the bait, so to speak. Um, but we'll see with that and uh Alex Petrangelo is a UFA uh and I'll 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 come back to Alex Petrangelo goaltending uh Jordan Bennington 4.4 for this upcoming year and then UFA afterwards uh they have since shipped off Jake Allen to the Montreal Canadiens so they have Billy Husso finally getting his big break finally uh 750k for the next two years and then UFA afterwards um it's about time Billy huso gets some backup, backup time. It's a, uh, it's Husso time. And uh, Bennington, you know, uh, I know he can, ban- you know, he can bounce back. You know, he's he's headstrong. You know, take everyone on. You know, that whole meme. But um, but in all, but but for real though, um, I foresee him making a comeback next year on an absolute tear um next year so uh also it's a contract year too so expect him to be playing out of his mind next year mm-hmm. and if if not well then it's a pay cut and it helps the Blues either way because then you know they don't have to pay him as much but um yeah and hopefully Villa, Villa huso you know can play well as well you know being up in the, the main club you know for the first time other than having the both the starter and the backups go down you know every once in a while but circumventing back to the alex petrangelo elephant in the room what this club does in the free agency is all contingent on what alex petrangelo does and goes and what Doug armstrong doesn't and go and and does yeah basically what he does um because it's the whole drama of, oh, the Blues basically said, yeah, go test free agency or the money wasn't right or something like that. And then uh, Andy Strickland uh, from Fox Sports Midwest basically saying, hey, the numbers that are getting thrown out aren't necessarily the numbers that are necessarily, you know, real. Um, and uh, then he put another post out saying that apparently hearing that the... Uh, the camp, uh petrangelo's camp is basically saying hey we want 9.25 uh which is slightly above uh roman yossi uh who's Nashville predators also in the division with the blues um and yossi has 34 million in signing bonuses built into the first four years of his deal Um, Which there's rumors that the Blues are trying for like 7.2 or 7.4 mil. Um, So kind of far apart in that aspect. Uh, But also hearing that uh, Petrangelo would be willing to do as low as 8.2. But um, at this point with so many conflicting reports, it, it, it goes to show that no one knows what the hell they're talking about. Um, it's just a matter of waiting till free agency to really see what happens, and who knows, maybe he waits until the, like the last day, like last moment before free agency happens, and gets a, and they broker a deal, and it's all se- uh, sealed and delivered, and then the uh, the big fish is already out of the pond before the freaking uh, open season goes. So um, you know, it's it's fairly possible for that to happen, um, which. I would expect to happen that way um, anyway, but you know you know uh, it's not all cut and dry with that um, but you know this this year has really uh, really been interesting for everybody and honestly I guarantee you it wouldn't be such much uh, that much of an issue if you know everything never shut down, and everything just kept going on as normal, and then we'd have all those revenues to bump up the the cap again, so that, so then we would have, you know, extra cap space, so then we could actually pay him what, you know, he really is worth, you know, and um, you know, it's just really gonna suck for teams, you know, in that position that don't ha- they don't have the money that they were probably expecting to spend this time of this year. Uh, but at the same time, this time of year, they were expecting to be starting camp right around this time and uh, starting uh, preseason games probably within the week or two, which is wild to think about, actually, um, that we would be, like, basically about, to get to free agency, or not free agency, to uh, preseason hockey, and then and and right around the time that uh, free agency actually starts, we would have uh, home openers by then, and we'd be in regular season hockey again, which we still don't even know when that is. But um, a lot of uncertainty. But all I know is if the if Alex Petrangelo ends up leaving the Blues, it's been a long fun ride with him and i hope he does well wherever he goes um always a petro fan for sure um but you know let's hope they figure it out but anyway uh that's been the central division of the free agency uh overview um openings for each team and uh where i bracketed them you know hopefully uh teams that are tweeners end up uh figuring their shit out and become a cup contender or they uh or well, worse comes to worse they f- fall out of the tweener spot and go backwards and go and rebuild but anyway that has been the episode uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe on your favorite uh podcasting service wherever that might be and i'll catch you all in the next one uh when we talk about the metro uh Apolitan division uh as well as the atlantic division Uh, So like, share, subscribe, and I'll catch you all in the next one. Thank you very much.